0: So. Would she like to see the manager? Oh, uh, uh, is she yeah. a
1: Karen? It, that reminds me of when Karen like, now. Taken came out and yeah. was talking about I'm never going to Europe. I'm just never going to Europe. I <laughs> if could this never happen to me and then I'm not going to Jose Europe. like turned, he's like, Don't worry later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to worry. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah. I oh that. man. So much- <laughs>
2: Welcome to the Cold Bell Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. how's it going? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. Thanks for asking. Um, how? What's going on? What's What's everybody's lives been up to?
1: Uh, it's been crazy. Yeah. Mm. I, I holiday guys, season and all. Yeah, the holiday seasons. Just, um, I'm completely overwhelmed. We're broke, <laughs> so yeah. Holidays are great when you're a dad. Like I remember loving this stuff when I was a kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. And wondering why your parents were always cranky this time of year. Yeah, like, well, like why they fought so much. Mm-hmm. And we're like, get in the car. We're late like, to a party. Yeah. Like, dude, it's a party. Chill. But same, now, same with vacations. But now I get it. Mm-hmm.
2: I uh, I'm single, so <laughs> it's great. I love it. I still J- think it's fine.
1: Jake was telling me last night how he's having a hard time. Like he's like, I don't want more friends. I <laughs> <laughs> I just like want plans to fall through so I can do nothing. <laughs> you know, like, See, you're, you're getting there.
2: <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I have some friends at work. We're going out tonight. And, uh, I was thinking like, oh gosh, do I really want to expend the energy it's going to require to like develop relationships with these people and become friends and be like, I've got, I've got all the friends I need in life. Don't I like there's 20 people in my life. Does there need to be more?
1: If anyone's listening from your work, he's not
3: talking about you. No, it's yeah.
2: not you guys. It's, it's the you. other,
3: it's
1: the other group
2: of it's people yeah, at I
3: mean, work. Yeah. It's the other, it's not of you. Of course. It's that douchebag, Derek. God, no, it's I Keith. It. Oh, right. I work with Keith. the Derek, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a douche? Derek,
2: Derek's the one that I hung out with at top golf at the, at the, at the work party the Christmas party <laughs>
3: what's up um, D <laughs> <laughs> what's up big D so uh, I I don't think he listens it's fine. <laughs> I finally caught up on and finished the 13th season of Always Sunny which is the last one that's on Hulu um, okay and oh guys, it, I love It's such a good, I mean, we did an episode on it. So it just, I thought for a while when I, cause the first time I went through it, I stopped at like season nine or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but their newest stuff is still pretty good. Season 10
0: of, is probably one of the better seasons. Yeah. Season uh, 10.
2: I, I remember watching the, char, the Charlie 10.
3: work really is that I yeah. remember
2: watching season 10 come out and thinking like, there's no way they've got to have gone through all their, content there's no way that it's going to be good anymore and that might be i think the best episode of the whole series is charlie work Mm -hmm. and that's season 10 plus they had in season 10 they had like the the gang goes to the slopes, and they yeah. had like oh, that one was the crazy. '80s <laughs> snowboarding versus skier movie that was plot. Crazy.
3: Like, and Charlie's like, how was the guy on the intercom know exactly what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy on the intercom narrating.
0: The yeah. is, is Charlie
1: worked the the Birdman one? No, where he's like the jazz music playing, and it's all one shot
0: um, I, it, um yeah, it's kind of that way oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Where,
2: where he has frank paint himself and be yeah. the fire alarm and like yeah and, and oh yeah uh, birdman i thought you were saying nightman sorry
1: dayman and nightman <laughs> yeah
0: no yes it's like the birdman one where it's always sunny man that is such and, and i i didn't I, did, I kind of stopped watching when it went off netflix yeah cuz that was one with the office that i just kind of cycled through <laughs> But when it left Netflix and got commercials on Hulu. I can't pursue it anymore.
3: So kind of uh, to... season season 12 was probably one of my favorite ones of the newer ones. Uh, they have this one called uh, Old Lady House, a situational comedy uh, is the name of the episode. It's where... Um, it's a sitcom. <clears throat> well, the, Anyway, so Charlie's mom sends Charlie a letter, which is very much the way Charlie writes, right? You know, <laughs> not, not legible. <laughs> Basically saying that she's... Using, using symbols? Yeah. <laughs> like pictures? Or, Basically dude. saying that she's in danger because she and Max' mom live together and they hate each other, right? And so they're like, well, we need to see what's going on. So they set up cameras and so oh, Dennis, old Dennis, yeah, Dennis makes it a sitcom and adds a laugh track so like like <laughs> Charlie's mom's about to hit her with a hammer and then like and then Maggie's mom turns around and she just goes like this and puts she the hammer it. behind her back and then it's just like oh that's really dark it's like what if we do this and they put a laugh track behind it <laughs> it's just like oh man <laughs> I have seen that one oh, that man. Um, another one from season 12 that I really liked uh, was uh, making Dennis Reynolds a murderer <laughs> yeah <laughs> when uh so Maureen Ponderosa gets killed um because she's a cow anyway, and spoilers because she's a cow. Oh, give me a break anyway, so uh the whole it's it's done like making a murderer um, and so it has like <laughs> so Dennis calls Dude, you are Charlie. giddy right now, I'm sorry I was dying, <laughs> so Dennis calls Charlie and he's like, yeah, so uh, yeah, hey there, you know like Mm -hmm, Yeah. You know, like how in, in making when they're just on the phone calls and like, yeah, so
2: (laughs) the Minnesota nice.
3: Yeah. So it's just like, (laughs) so he's like, if anybody asks, I was with you. Uh huh. Yeah. So (laughs) Charlie does it perfectly. It's so good.
2: (laughs) Have you seen the, the, so the comedian Tom Segura has a animated, um, bit of his stand up routine where he talks. So Part of his stand-up routine is him talking about making a murderer. Oh, and then they and do he does, the, the drawings they, of it. They the, do an animated yeah. version of that, and he talks about, like, have you ever seen this movie or this show? Go to Manitowoc County, Wisconsin. Wow. I don't know what they're putting in the water there, but that might be the ugliest county in America. <laughs> so, He's like, when, when the convicted murderer... Is the mo- is the most attractive person in the entire show? There's a problem going on here.
3: So in the in the Always Sunny episode, uh, um, Dennis is he calls Charlie. And he's like, "Are you watching wrestling?" No. No. <laughs> and, they, and they they bring Charlie in and they do the forced confession from from making a murder that they do in yeah. Brendan Dassey uh-huh. And oh, and Charlie's just sitting there. He's just like in the corner of the couch. He's <laughs> just like, it's, it's "Oh, done. dude." It's done that, so well.
2: You guys gotta one. watch it. That Tom Sakura one where he talks about the kid and he's like he's like, They bring that poor Brendan kid in and he's like, I'm stupid. I'm like, well you got that right, kid. <laughs> You're smart enough to know that <laughs> And then he's like, Uh, did you do it? And he goes can i watch wrestling like if you say you did it you can <laughs> you're like okay I'm like <laughs> he's not watching
3: wrestling at all
2: <laughs> i like making uh so it was pretty good
3: uh speaking of always sunny the glenn howerton who plays dennis is on another show called ap bio which is the reason why he's not really part <laughs> I'm gonna of say that 80s show 13 very much <laughs> it, is he what he was in that 80s show oh he was oh, i don't
0: know he was one of the main ca- cast members
3: oh though. Um but he was in uh he was he went to a- to do a season of AP Bio and I watched the first episode yesterday and it, it's pretty good. Yeah I watched I've watched <laughs> There's two seasons of it? Yeah. they got canceled? I, I don't uh, um I don't think so. It might it's Fox have been. of course you, it got canceled, the show got, canceled. Show got canceled. Yeah, the yeah. Mick. Which is also pretty good. I watched all those. I didn't I didn't mind it. But uh anyway, yeah, Dennis. They both basically play the same character as right. In, it's always same. Anyway, you guys can... That's,
2: well, that's I've been... been uh, I've actually almost finished the last book in the uh, Stormlight Archive series. The Ooh, Brandon Sanderson Stormlight so book. So good. I've just started... I think it's like the final battle. Yeah. There's like seven hours left in the, bu- in the audiobook, so I'm guessing this is the final battle... But and then uh, seven
0: hours might seem like a long time. No, but it's in like not. a forty-five hour book. Th- this
2: is def- <laughs> It's like a fifty-hour book. There's, yeah. there. Uh, I'm, I'm well aware that this is that we're, we're wrapping there, things up. Oh this,
0: yeah, th- th- this, this last sequence, this yeah. last couple of hours is in part. Yeah. This part like,
1: five just started. This like climax of a story in a book is the best I've ever read. Yep. I don't want to hype it up for you though, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, uh, the the seven hours what I had left of it, I was like. Like sneaking away to the bathroom so I can (laughs) listen to it. Yeah, I was like,
0: can I do the
1: dishes? Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Headphones in. That means don't talk.
2: I'm really like, well, the bad guy is gearing up his army and it's looking pretty dire. The way the bad guy's gearing up his army and then the good guys are are fractured and they're mm-hmm. not willing to well, and, and the whole
0: everyone likes a, a conflicted fract- good guy and this and is like Dalinar best, Colin might the be best the best conflicted-,
2: conflicted good guy ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not to mention Kaladin is like Chris was Chris and I were talking about it last night and Dal- Kal- uh, Kaladin has like major depression mm-hmm. and like crippling to the point where in the in the last battle in Colinor <laughs> he like was like Anyway, it was, it was, I I, I don't want to give two spoilers away Mm -hmm. because I I just watched it. I guess people
0: may not have read it, but it's such a great interview with uh, Brandon Sanderson and this YouTuber, Daniel green that I I, had mentioned before.
1: Oh, did he, did they finally meet up? Yeah. They they had like
0: an hour and a half interview. Um, and, and he talks about how he's uh, tack- how he likes to tackle <coughs> mental illnesses in his books like a lot of his characters have have mental illnesses and he said like his first his first published book Elantris, he he tried to write um, like autistic spe- spectrum but he, he like he said he failed pretty bad at it and so mm. he he said I could have either just abandoned doing it or gotten better and so
1: he decided to get better and <coughs> Now, cool. now he's writing it really well see Jake pointed this out too cause he doesn't like there's there's kind of familiar tropes in fantasy and mm-hmm. sometimes it can get a little old oh yeah like Aragon was just like Star Wars basically yep, yeah Um, but it,
0: it was just like textbook
1: hero's journey yeah but Jake's like he was like dude there's like like the rich a-hole like but in this he book they're be. nice guys he should be an ass like really nice guys yeah and yeah like the, the, the protagonist is like rich crippling depression who has who's not like suave he's not Han Solo nope he's, yeah exactly so, so, I, so he breaks tropes, and then he like it's really cool to. Look, and and
0: to look. it makes it a little more modern, where it's like more character driven. Where, mm. like in in like seventies fantasy, you're not going to have someone with depression. You know, mm. it's not going to happen. So modern fantasy kind of has to turn this corner and be a little more mm-hmm. that way. Well,
2: like because like Kaladin in in uh, Stormlight and Kelsier in Mistborn are like Mm -hmm. the same person. Yeah. They're 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 low, they're low born former slaves that, uh, hate the highborns and they they will do anything they can to kill maim and murder but they're highly, highly skilled highly they're highly skilled and highly military and, and, militaristically yeah, yeah. trained and but, but they're still distinct like they're, they're they're of course of course and and they have diff very different arcs but like them as at the core of their character when you first meet them it's very very similar and it's the same with the um the gosh, a, a-, a-, a- Loden? in a not a- L- that's that's different books Adolin 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 in uh in <clears throat> Stormlight and then God, who who's the guy's name that ends up being the king in the Mistborn books but it's been he's, a while he's the one where the girl uh she keeps going to the parties and he's mm-hmm. the rich guy that yeah. has so many <laughs> yeah. different girlfriends and so it's the it's the rich attractive womanizer that when you first meet him you're like oh this guy's a douche and then you find out he's genuinely a good guy
1: it's also kind of like um because because he plays with tropes so you're kind mm-hmm. of expecting that and then the the twist is that there isn't a twist it's yeah that they're just no this is a good guy he's, he's a genuinely a nice person. good person
2: yeah. that it, that really actually deserves the kingdom mm-hmm. like stuff like that That's i really like brandon sanderson in that way so but anyway, I'm coming up to the end of Outbringer, and I'm super excited to Yeah,
0: and it's not even not even it. halfway done the series. I
2: know. Ten he's got series. he's got so many more coming. And but he from what I hear, he's done with these characters. And so yeah. it's gonna be kind of like the Mistborn series. Two, two five
0: where... book series, two five book segments, kind of like uh Mistborn's two three book. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Well, I mean, I'm excited for the fourth one to come out now. And he's almost done. So
0: it, it, he, he just came out with the YA novel, like um, sci-fi YA novel. He while, is, while he's working on th- this. When thing. he
1: takes time off, he writes YA novels. He
0: does. He That's-
2: is prolific. He's insane. Like And the fact that you can get on his website and see the... the Progression that his books are coming out at, it's and you almost
1: can, like he's the byproduct of every complaint somebody's had with an author before. Yeah, you know? and he yeah. took like notes of that. Well,
0: and then that's what he says in this interview: is like, I, uh, I'm doing all the things I wish the authors like Robert Jordan. He looks up mm-hmm. to what Robert Jordan a lot. Like what I wish Robert Jordan did while he was writing Wheel of Time, or I, I wish I knew Railroad Martin. Yeah, or. Freaking
2: Patrick Rothfuss mm-hmm. or any of these guys that are allergic to finishing a series it's so Gabe Newell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's the you week. see that they hear about half-life
0: vr yes
1: oh my gosh what a tease <laughs> what? Oh I know and you have you
0: have to buy vr to play like like that, that's too high of an entry fee for me to play this game I love half-life but I'm
1: not gonna buy vr just to play oh it. my god come I'm over so mad yeah, well it's only on steam
3: Steam oh, VR? Really? yeah, it's Steam VR. Well, because oh. they, like, they own Steam. <clears> Never <No, throat> mind. Don't, do I, don't, don't come over. <laughs> <laughs> Invitation. Yeah, okay, I,
1: I got a quick story, but I'll be quick. We were speaking of Birdman, and it reminded me of something. Um, I was starting school the other day. Uh, Kylie was on her way home, which wasn't quite home yet. So I was putting a movie on for the kids before Kylie got there, and I pushed play, and I said, "It's Showtime." And then Ollie's like, "What's that from?" And I was like, Beetlejuice. And he's like, what's Beetlejuice? And I was like, don't say it again. And they were like, oh, why? <laughs> you know? And I was like, you guys ever heard of Beetlejuice? And he's like, dad, you said it again. But I was like, I told them about Beetlejuice. I'm like, he's an exorcist for humans and he scares people that are alive. And they were like. Their eyes were huge, you know, like sparkling. They're like, we have to watch this movie. And I was like, really? You guys want to watch Beetlejuice? And they start like jumping on the couches. And then they're like, yeah. So I was like, "Okay." So I found Beetlejuice and put it on for them. And I went to school and shut the door are elated, like it was the best movie they've ever seen in really? their lives. Yeah, and Beetlejuice is in it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, the he's entire, not really long, the entire runtime. But every time he was on, they're like, "Yeah, it's freaking out <laughs> over Beetlejuice." So uh, that, that's
2: interesting. What's, what, okay, quick Stop question: what's the best? It. What's the best
1: line in the movie? In the movie? Yeah. I don't know. I really like it when he spits a loogie in his pocket. And he's like, "I'll oh, just save that for later." <laughs> nice <laughs> model. <laughs> I like that line. That might be my favorite line. Yeah, then apparently that movie was all improv for him, and it's like it wasn't based on anything too. So it might be like easily the most unique movie ever made. Yeah, like it's pretty. It's, out, know, there. it's, it's really pretty out there. It's really out there. It's it's oh dark, gosh, too, but it's like the, funny. Like the dog that stands on the board, and like is the cause of their death. And so my kids are like, they're gonna die, and then they turn and there's a dog. and It's like, oh, that's funny. The, the, <laughs> the dog is like the counterweight for this car, and so they were okay with it because of that.
2: The uh, I like the uh, Deo scene. Deo dinner scene. <laughs> then all the hands, like it's so silly, and then it goes super dark where all the hands come out and pull their. Well, I, I remember the um, and,
0: and, in like third grade or fifth grade or something in elementary school we learned in the choir class or whatever Mm -hmm. that song uh, daylight come and and like this is the Beetlejuice song? Why are we singing a Beetlejuice song? <laughs> I was uh, so confused.
1: And it's like, I, my kids, because of Halloween, like we watched a bunch of Halloween movies and they still kind of like it. But it just reminded me when I was a kid, like it's kind of fun to be like a little scared, but then like there's comedy in it. So it kind of undercuts it. Mm-hmm. So like, I think yeah, my I kids mean, are at that age. At my,
0: at my kids' age, are a little younger, two and four. They they really like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's why which, they liked which, it. Which is in that same vein. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So they probably dig Beetlejuice They probably would. Because at my, Grace maybe of in fire. a couple of years loves uh, Nightmare like we we made him a Disney Plus account he's like Jack Skellington mm-hmm. that's it yeah. nothing else yeah. I, I also picture. walk
0: around going I'm Jack the mm-hmm. Pumpkin King he's just
3: constantly just randomly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> bad life <laughs> anyway that's all Beetlejuice. Good movie. It's been years since I've seen it. I need to watch it again. I, well, love, I, I dig the, Michael Keaton. I was actually super jealous. Like I was in school and they were watching Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie
1: came on and was like, why are you watching this? And I was like,
2: don't turn it off! <laughs> Let them have their thing. <laughs> Alright,
1: All right, Jake. Take cool. Away.
2: So, my idea that I had a couple of weeks ago that I was really excited about. So, recently I've been re-watching the I've been rewatching all the uh, Star Wars movies. Um oh, I wonder what there's a well there's a Star Wars movie coming out this week. Uh-huh. Um and a podcast that I've talked about before on here called Binge Mode. They did Harry Potter before they do they're doing Star Wars right now. So they're going through and they're rewatching all the Star Wars movies in chronological order, not by release date. Um so they're watching this, rewatching the star. So I've been watching those, and uh, I've, I was watching it, and I, a, it was after watching Revenge of the Sith again. Which, by the way, some side note: those prequels are both better and worse than I remember
0: mm-hmm. them being. Like mm-hmm. anything
2: with Anakin and Padme in them is painful. Mm-hmm. It is unwatchable. It, it's really bad. But any, and I, and I know we talked about this in a, in a previous episode, so I'm not going to get too far into it, but they're much better. The lore and stuff like that in them is really good. But what I noticed at the end of, of Revenge was that lightsaber fight between Obi Wan and Anakin is so amazing. It's such an amazing lightsaber duel. And then I started thinking to myself, what's the best lightsaber duel? What are the best lightsaber duels in the Star Wars? Um, Movies. I'm not going to say TV shows because I haven't watched all the TV shows, so I can't speak to those.
0: There's, there's a lot of there's ancillary. A, things. There's
2: a
3: lot of outside of stu- the eight existing Star Wars movies trilogy sagas. Is there yeah. eight movies? Well, yeah. there's soon to be nine, but there's also Solo. Well, there's but, also Solo. But those Rogue, don't have but lightsabers. Those
1: are, Rogue One does.
2: Rogue One doesn't have a lightsaber duel.
1: Nope, not a duel. It's
2: got. It's got. Oh, right. Maybe my favorite moment moment Darth Vader moment scene in in since Anakin or since sorry since Obi-Wan got the high ground
3: so good
1: like
2: it is uh, it might be my favorite uh, scene in Star Wars my
1: favorite is when
3: he goes
2: no, no! <laughs>
3: speaking of uh of high ground have you guys you guys watched Mandalorian yet not, 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 the not the newest episode. Okay, all right.
2: That's what I'm going to do when I go home from here. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think that's what um, you said last time. <clears throat> yeah, that is what I said last time, and that's what I did.
3: Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> man of my word. So,
2: I wanted to have a conversation. Before we get into, like, stacking lightsaber duels like we do, mm-hmm. I want to talk about what what is it that makes a good lightsaber duel. Because I have... I I have two things that I think every lightsaber duel that is worth watching has so there's two things that it has and then there's bonus ancillary things that can like put it over the edge over the top
1: I think Scott's um, criteria was the most important though it has to have lightsabers so
2: there's three (laughs) things that every lightsaber duel has to have (laughs) and a bonus it's got bonus so the first thing I think it has the first and the most important thing is it's got to have spectacle like you have to be wowed by what you're seeing, like, it has the- to look great, make your eyes pop, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you think of some of the best lightsaber duels. Bespin is a the the cloud city, it's such a cool city to be in for a lightsaber duel. Mm-hmm. Um, the power beam in underneath Naboo is like such a beautiful scene to have. So, the background is super important, but also like the art of the duel right the people fighting against each other and then well and,
0: and that's the thing is especially with the i mean the new hope was 77 it, yeah. it, they, they can be dated for our tastes that's now. something
1: i wanted to bring up too is like each set of trilogies has such a unique fighting Feel. style yep. like mm-hmm. the, the the original trilogy there was only two people like well, i guess obi-wan and darth vader but other than them, there's only two people that ever fought with lightsabers, and it was mm-hmm. Luke and Vader, yep. and it was like very much like a fencing match. It was like
2: Meat yeah, was potatoes fencing. type mm-hmm. of,
1: but it was it, there was still a lot of spectacle to it. But it was also like these are lethal attacks; like they're not swinging for each other's weapons mm-hmm. like kind of There's no it,
0: force pushes it's just straight up fighting
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then the the prequels is almost like it's like ballet almost it's just yeah. so much choreography super
2: acrobatic very
1: yeah. acrobatic lots of flips and kicks and just like wow these people are Like I don't know, ninjas. Yeah, ninjas. They they basically make them look like ninjas, Um, and then the new ones I can't even tell you what they are. The new
2: one is kind of a mix between both. You have you have people who have different styles of Mm -hmm. fighting, Um, because in like you said in the prequels, I think everybody is these (laughs) these acrobatic Mm -hmm. uh, fights, and in the originals it's this meat and potatoes fencing match, Mm -hmm. and I think that in the new in the sequels you have like Kylo Ren is like, he looks like he's swinging a baseball bat when he's swinging his, mm-hmm. his lightsaber. But Rey also is a little bit more acrobatic and she's mobile and she moves and she's quick. I think and, along
3: with that as well as you also have to consider camera movement as well. Yeah. Like, Oh, absolutely. In the, uh, in the, in the original trilogy the cameras didn't move a lot no, at all and so yeah. you had that fencing style that you're talking about sure. and then in this, the prequel trilogy it was the camera was part of the choreography yeah it was part of the choreography but it was definitely more acrobatic in the new trilogy they're not as acrobatic they're not doing all the flips sure. and stuff like they used to and all these different crazy things but with the way the cameras are moving you know suddenly quickly or you know all the different close-ups and, and mm-hmm. just the different angles they use it makes you feel more like you're part of the action like the Prequels, but they feel the the fighting is seems yeah, to be more I, I like, like the original.
0: I feel like the prequels are is more like just artistic, like look at the cool things we can do with the camera movements right. and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. whereas the, the newer ones, I think maybe they serve the story a little more, like yeah, they, they zoom in on the subject or whatever, you know. So and anyway, anyway.
1: one thing I wanted to point out, like one of the top of this for me personally, is choreography which is why these newer movies haven't really wowed me with any of their fights at all. Because I, I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like they, they barely practice. I wasn't there, but it shows on screen. Like Scott said this earlier, where there's people in the background just waiting for their turns. Mm-hmm. Like they're waiting for their their cue, uh, their, their command or prompt or whatever. So it's, it's when you look at it with that kind of eye, you're like, yeah, this isn't very well choreographed. One, especially one, compared to the prequels anyway.
3: The one thing I think the 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 new trilogy kind of has going forward a little bit. I mean, it's not like none of them don't, but anyway, that help anyway helps the new trilogy <clears throat> is the, uh, and I'm sure this is on your list is the stakes. Um, like what's, what's at stake? That, that's yeah.
2: my second, my second thing that it has to have to make it interesting is emotion. Yeah. The party, the, the participants have to know each other or be related or have some serious stakes. Most it, of them are related. Yeah, interesting. Well, exactly. So and so Luke, Luke and Vader fighting against each other, it's father versus son. Uh, Kylo and Ray fighting against each other. Who like how are they related? Like they're very, they very much have a relationship with each other. Um, so wh- like, how, they see how each is other that in going to? How is that going to end up? Um, Anakin and and Obi Wan obviously is a is, they're brothers basically they were like brothers to each other, um, so there has to be now there's some that some lightsaber battles that really suffer from not having enough of an emotional connection between the participants uh-huh. right. of it and so there's there's certain lightsaber duels that fell pretty far on my list because of the lack of emotional connection between the characters because it was like oh okay well it's a good guy versus a bad guy so obviously you want the bad guy to lose. What's, what's your
1: example that you were thinking? Duel of that? the
2: Fates the the Darth Maul one
1: So yeah, The first one that came to mind of me was like Rey and Kylo the first time they fight right. first one that came they, to mind for me was Yoda and Palpatine Well I think they had high stakes though like, I have high sticks, stakes. I'm talking, but, about like the, the, I'm talking about the relationship. But,
3: do the, do the,
1: but that's like <laughs> the leader of the resistance versus the leader of the empire.
3: You're not wrong, but at the same time, Yoda and Palpatine don't know each other. Huh? Well, they do. They, they do. They're, the they're
2: not super close. Okay. The, well, that's
3: what I'm mean. the saying. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not a father son. They're not a brother mm-hmm. brother. But they're like, just-
2: you you can do any of the uh, of the the three way fights between uh, Anakin, Obi Wan, and Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not there's not a ton of emotional stakes, and when we talk about emotional stakes, you can because t- Chris is talking about external arc. So the leader of the resistance versus the leader of the empire, like Mm -hmm. the external arc, the the stakes are huge. The internal arc, what Troy's talking about, the stakes are not that big because, because it's literally bad guy versus good guy. There's no confliction there for us. Right. Like if, if the, if the, if Palpatine gets cut down, there's no like oh i don't feel bad about it, it
3: it's also even the external arc is the the problem with it is that you know that and we can get more into this as we to go with our discussions but part of the reason why i didn't put one fight above another is you already know the outcome going into it you know that when palpatine and yoda face off both of them survive both of them survive. you also know yep. that when um obi-wan and anakin face off anakin yep. will lose but he but, but he survives. but he survives they both yeah. survive that's yeah. that's part of that those stakes is it's like yes the stakes to the story but the stakes for the audience is it's a little that's bit a, different that's the problem with prequels <clears throat>
2: that's that is You're right. ultimately the problem You're right. with prequels but in general, not, but that's a different these kind of conversation. Prequels, any yeah. prequels,
3: yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh,
2: and then the last thing I think there's bonus fit factors for lightsaber duels mm-hmm. that come into play. Uh, things like cool lightsabers. The the moment when sometimes when, they
1: get a little gimmicky, but the moment when hastily.
2: Darth Maul did his double lightsaber as a kid in oh, the theater yeah. when I was yeah, thirteen was cool. or whatever in I the theater. One. I was like, yeah. "Oh I'm my one. gosh!" And so I don't care what you say about Kylo Ren's cross guards. That was rad when he when when he turned on his lightsaber and it had the cross guard. I was like, "Oh my god, that was so well, like, I, so cool."
3: I watched uh, even just some, and this isn't these aren't lightsabers, but I was I was watched uh, last the last Jedi recently, and mm-hmm. even the uh, the guards in the throne room. Um,
2: they had their weird they had laser the, sword. Yeah, they had like the
3: axe, the, which were definitely metal, but mm-hmm. then they had at the very tip of the axe, they had the laser part which was like obviously to block lightsabers to block lights it's so it's like or something yeah
2: yeah it was really cool. cool it was interesting yeah and then they had the whips
1: and the different you know other what's, weapons, what's cool so. too is like each so if you look at harry potter they all have their mm-hmm. own wand mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of people know that each jedi has their own unique lightsaber because oh, they, yeah. yeah, they built it themselves so like count dooku has like a fencing so he can like point it out and like yeah, his has a curved, curved handle handles um uh, Ray or not Ray, Kylo's is made by himself as well, but really shoddy. It's really unstable, and it um, reflects
3: his personality and his character. Vader which it, has which a is
1: long the, handle with like the grips on it, and Luke's mm-hmm. is very meat and potatoes, very simple.
3: Which is why the going back to Kylo Ren's, which is why his blade is, because it's unstable, his blade is so mm-hmm. unstable, and that's that's part of the cool. Yeah.
2: So there's cool lightsabers. There's number of participants. Mm-hmm. When you when you add a third person to the fight, it it suddenly be, makes the makes the lightsaber duel a a different type of fight Mm -hmm. um you can you can look at the contrast between the colors of the lightsabers and when you start looking into what color of lightsaber guardian
1: a sentinel you got the
2: the blue and the green Mm -hmm. and the yellow and
1: purple purple Purple. those are the those are the
2: light side Uh, purple is very rare. It's basically just for duelists. S- for
1: Samuel Jackson, um, who wants to stand out in a scene. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yellow yellow is basically only for the guards of a t- specific temple.
1: they Yell- the only ones that have yellow lights. Y- yellow are like they more focus on the force too. Yeah. Like, like force specialists.
2: And then you have green, which protects... The, the green like actively is aggressively protecting the force, whereas blue is more like, oh, I'm a guardian of the force. I will I will fight to protect the force, but I'm more defensive, whereas green is more offensive. OK, interesting. And so I didn't know any of And this. Anakin's lightsaber color changes between two and three. Mm-hmm. He has a green lightsaber and two a blue lightsaber and three.
1: Right. Here we go. There's a guardian, a sentinel Wait, is the opposite? and a vanguard. A and-
2: it's definitely blue and three.
1: No, it's green in three. It's
3: green. In Jedi, it's green. In Return yeah. of the Jedi, it's green.
2: 100%. Not not I'm not talking about Luke. I'm talking about Anakin. Oh in episode two and episode three.
3: Okay. Yes,
2: because Luke's Luke uses Darth or Anakin's old lightsaber. And then makes right. His own. right. And then makes his own.
1: Okay, so he uses
3: Anakin's lightsaber in in uh no, Empire. You, you watched oh. it more recently than me. I thought Anakin's was blue the whole time. Anakin's
2: He's, is green. Is green in, 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 in clones. Two. Interesting. In Attack of the Clones. His is
3: blue in
1: uh in Revenge because it's a blue on blue lightsaber. Yeah. Battle. yeah. Okay. And it's
2: blue yeah, yeah. in Revenge. Mm-hmm. No. Gotcha. So, okay. but when you look at and then when you look at what makes a lightsaber red, how a Sith, bleh, mm-hmm. that like it's like it's like they have to injure the kyber crystal inside of it by doing evil things to it. <laughs> so they do evil, dark side with the stuff with the, with it and it. It injures Corrupts it. It's like a it plant, it. like
1: you have to insult your plant.
2: So it injures it, and it bleeds. Play death metal? It's called they... bleeding the 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 kyber crystal, and that's what makes your lightsaber red.
0: So does and it then, like eventually go red, or is it like a moment where it switches red?
2: Uh, it like eventually goes red, and then you have... you And then a, a light side force user can heal the kyber crystal, and it turns white. And it can't be any other... A healed red... Crystal can only Crazy. be white, and so if you ever see someone with a white lightsaber, it means that they have recovered that lightsaber from a Sith and they've healed the or maybe a Sith
1: had turned inside. back or to a light. Sith came yeah, back and healed which it. Which I'm curious, I've heard it's like because you in the in the game KOTOR 2, you're oh, a fallen Jedi and you're you can either come back or not. Mm-hmm. So you start out with a white lightsaber. So which like, is interesting. I love it. was like then a blank, blank a, canvas, like choose yeah. which way you want to go. There's
2: the dark saber, which is one lightsaber that is black. And it's a black lightsaber, and it's the only Mandalorian who has ever been a Jedi. What? Had that's a, cool. Had a black lightsaber. Was it
1: it, was a it wasn't Mandalore.
2: It wasn't Mandalore. It was a different uh That's crazy. But it makes yeah, me wonder,
3: do you think that... Guys, Star Wars lore is so cool. I know. Like, do, do you think Kylo Ren will turn and his lightsaber will turn white? That would be cool. I oh, I dude, think, you just gave me chills. That would be ah, really cool. I think
1: he'll turn, but he won't live long enough to like... I don't like, think so either. <laughs>
3: well, I don't know. If Snoke was he's still gonna alive... going to go all but, the way of... Uh, his grandpa. Mm-hmm. I know he before he gets. I don't know. Killed. I don't think he'll die. I think if Snoke were oh, still he's, alive, he's dead. If Snoke were still alive, I think him turning would be. He'd be definitely dead. But I think if he turns, I don't think he's gonna. Who's gonna kill him? Uh, Ray or the Emperor? So Chief? then Ray. Oh, I guess. Palpatine. I guess the Emperor is still alive. Yeah. Or he's a Force ghost.
2: Oh. Okay, so let's get into this. We want to talk about the. That are our, our top uh, lightsaber battles. Now there's uh, there's we, we had a lot. There so was we, a we lot have of like
1: uh, we tried to make a top five, but we could come up with a definitive top three. Yeah. yeah so we this, have this was
3: really
2: hard. We have a top three. So we'll go around and each of us will talk about basically a uh, like a runner a, up, like a, yeah, runner up a, an honorable mention. And so it's not going to be like a normal stack where we have five. It's going to be three. But then each of us are going to have kind of our own uh, basically uh, honorable mention that we'll talk about.
3: All right. So, so. Sounds good. Let's do it.
2: Right off the bat, I'm going to go with um, the Obi-Wan versus Darth... Vi- no, sorry. The Luke versus Vader in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You got um, this really high. I had it? this at my number two. This surprises I think me. That this is a- the
0: first battle together
2: second
1: second yeah in return of the Jedi Empire is
2: in from er, from Empire from Empire it was the first one return or Return of the Jedi is their second one and ultimately um,
1: it it was really cool it's really cool too and it like kind of shocked me that it didn't make my own list this was hard for me to, to put together
2: so some of the notes I have on this one it's the culmination of the entire trilogy Mm -hmm. right the entire trilogy is coming down to this battle right the stakes could not be bigger Uh, outer arc inner arc this is literally good versus evil on the outer arc this is who's gonna who's gonna control the empire who's gonna control the galaxy it's
3: also a Luke who understands better his role in the force Mm -hmm. um, as well which is super important because he learned a big lesson in the movie before Yeah, uh, he had some
2: humble pie in his, Uh his is a little stronger now you got or? you got the inner arc both characters know their relationship to the other character going into it and so they both know the stakes of of what winning means if if darth vader wins it means he's killing his son if luke wins it means he's killing his dad yeah. it's a, The so the stakes the emotion in it is great the spectacle of it is i love it i think luke all in black mm-hmm. he's decked all in black he's got his green lightsaber so he's changed the color of his lightsaber from from anakin's old blue one mm. to his the one he built mm-hmm. uh his lightsaber also looks really cool it's got that really thin part mm-hmm. like it's a handle and
1: then it's like got like it's like an hourglass shape isn't it a yeah bit. it's
2: really kind of cool yeah. um then you and then it's the red versus green it
1: because you're, you're drawing a picture in my head like the profile shot where it's like the sister silhouette and then they have their lightsabers and he's pushing vader further back so you know he's winning and like the sweeping score in the background dude, where he's pushing and, the, more
2: the, and more. the space battle outside mm-hmm. the window in the background and the
1: battle on like endor at the same time
2: and palpatine uh the emperor is sitting right there the whole time like pushing vader to go f- harder but then he's also like telling luke like give in to your hatred and yeah. like the emotion it's it's the combination cuz ultimately the the luke and vader lightsaber duel your on thoughts betray you. on a, in empire is like a more it, it, it's more it's entertaining
1: more, it's more focused i think
2: it's too. more entertaining like they go and they they experience more of the city they they go out on that thing. It's this big, it's got a cool culmination at the end. Mm-hmm. But like this one, like the emotion of it really pushed it above uh, everything else in mm-hmm. mind. This ended up being my, like my number two, yeah. or number three, number which kind
3: of surprises mm-hmm. me that it that it is ended up being on the total list of runner up, like a number five, I guess. Like yeah. A tie for number five. Yeah. It? it was, it was. So Jake's the
1: only one that listed it. We put it so high. That's that true. It. That's
3: funny. I, I had an outlier
2: and it ended up but I, Troy I, had one of these and so did Scott. Yeah, so.
1: I, I almost
3: yeah, I almost had this in my top five as well. I just um yeah.
2: And then it ends with the Emperor torturing Luke with with the with the lightning, the mm-hmm. force lightning, and then Vader throwing the Emperor down the tube. And like <laughs> it was so cool. Like it had such a great like vader had his face turned at the end where he was able to become the good guy again but like can anakin ever come back at this point like he's after doing so much evil can he ever be Mm -hmm. redeemed and then he doesn't need to be because he ended up dying anyway but it's just it that one we i've already spent too much time talking about it but that was my pick
3: for uh, an honorable it definitely needs to be mentioned sure yeah absolutely
1: Okay, um, so my honorable mention, uh, Trey brought it up earlier, so I guess I won't focus on that one but I w- one of the ones that we had on a couple of our lists, but it was just always towards the end so it didn't have enough to like justify it being on there, but there was Yoda Palpatine. Um, and that that one's really cool because I guess it was more of the location of the battle like the arena. Like in the the Senate to the the seats, throwing chairs at each other with the force, throwing um, like frisbees. <laughs> yeah, but like to me, this looked really the cool. The backdrop
2: was yeah. awesome.
1: Um, and like you said, like there there's stakes, but there wasn't like much emotion to it. Um, and then I feel like Palpatine kind of ruins it, like cackling the whole time, like an yeah. idiot. Uh, well,
3: in those close up, those close up shots, are, Dude, Ian are McDermott
2: tough. is one of my, is might be the best part about the prequels. Yeah. His he chews the scenery so much. I, just... I feel
3: like this battle would have been much better had they done more wide shots on it. The problem is the the thing that takes me out of it every time I watch it. And actually, I'm not gonna hate on this because this is actually number five on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just it's it's friggin' Yoda versus Palpatine. Come on, right? Right. Yeah. So, but uh, the reason why the I, I, when it cuts in on the close-up shots, especially of Palpatine and he's doing his little cackling or his, mm-hmm. his, his like scared face or whatever, it's like I feel like this fight could have been much better if it was done more wide. More wide. I think it would have been much more. They, they have
1: their wide shots, but they have a lot of zoom ins too. So <laughs> yeah, but like they, they clearly were, yeah. it was like a guy dressed like an old man fighting nothing, and they CGI'd it in later. <laughs>
0: yeah. right, I
2: right. I really am not a fan of Yoda as a duelist. Me neither. I, I don't like it. Well like I, it's, so it seems so he has
1: like a small lightsaber, but so like, that's cute and all. But I, I preferred him using like force powers, which is why I didn't like his fight in Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones. Yeah. But then in this one he like they barely use it. He was they were throwing stuff at each other. They were jumping yeah. from like chair to chair. I just
2: I'm not a big fan because of his like acrobatics while he's a duelist um it, it completely undercuts his like he like walks around hunched over with a cane <laughs> all the other every uh, I was about to it say that completely undercuts it and it i it really takes me out watching Yoda flip and yeah. do twists and stuff like that it just it, dude, it's
0: like he becomes another character
2: funny thing. story yeah, like, too
1: if right. you play as Yoda and like the Lego Star Wars games, he... Like, and you walk, he, like, slowly hobbles. So you have to jump the whole time <laughs> you're playing so he can do his flips and stuff. So I was like, they even put that in a game, dude.
3: Yeah, and it's funny because... like uh, canon. Like, you can't walk but you can jump really In hard. Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront 2, uh, you can play as Yoda as well. And that one, it's fun to play as Yoda, but it's also not fun. Because for the same reason, the yeah. only way you can move is... Jumping? Jumping. Yeah. Well, he runs and stuff, and it's fine. It's just... I don't know. He just going, got it, such it, little legs. Well, and it's just going back to what Jake said. Is it's like he walks around with a friggin' cane yeah. all the time, and then oh, now it's time to to battle. So he puts the cane down and then pulls the lightsaber out and just flips around. It's like, dude, I love it though. It's like, just dumb when Yoda aspect. walks
1: to fight Palpatine and Palpatine sitting there, and he has his two like red crimson guards, and Yoda goes like that, like opens his palm, and they just get thrown into the wall and <laughs> pass over. Yeah, like I I, I, I thought that was funny.
3: Yeah. Um.
1: That's great. That's funny too. Also, Obi Wan and General Grievous. I like, there's no stakes in it, but I like the uh, just the thought of like a robot, like, more lightsabers the better chance i have to win so he has four
3: and he just spins them around and and basically makes a shield around himself so it's just like finesse versus like machismo basically yeah Yeah. Uh, i love that fight so my list i I imagine mine and scott's will probably be the same but i'm gonna use it because it was actually third on my list and fifth on yours is that when the one you were gonna talk about mine mine is the uh my runner-up or number five or whatever is the uh um, Luke versus Kylo Ren in last year. That, that was not the one I was going to talk okay, about. Okay, so cool. No, I'll just, I'll go, go with for it. it. So, oh, we're doing lightsaber duels though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know, bring it out. That's fine. <laughs> no, so uh, the one key element in this that was really, really high is the force. We were just talking about how it would be nice to see Yoda fight without a lightsaber and use the force. Well, mm-hmm. this is exactly what Luke Skywalker did. He used the force because he hologrammed himself from one planet to another frigging planet. The internet calls it Darth Skype. <laughs> Darth, Sky- <laughs> Darth Skype. Darth <laughs> Skype. (laughs) (laughs) so the reason why I like it is because it's, it's got a huge audience reveal. That's why I really like it is because all, you know, that you knew that Luke Skywalker was going to show up. You knew that he was going to finally come around and be like, okay, I need to help. Right. You knew it, but you didn't know how he was going to do it. And it was like, Ray takes off. And it's always like, is Luke going to take that abandoned uh, X-wing out of the, out of the, how is he going to get back? Right. So what happens is he, and he just shows up in, in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, (coughs) control room control plans. room the little the base yeah, yeah. and they ha- apparently had no other entrance and you're like okay how did he get in there this is weird okay plot hole I guess right but then he goes out and then all the ATATs just attack yeah yeah. T- uh, t- 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 talk about once. good setting but, yes like, like,
0: the background and setting to this was, was pretty epic that planet was so cool was, the, it was it's a cool planet the
2: white dust on top uh-huh. of the red the salt mm, oh, the red so salt cool. It was, it was so, so good.
3: Cool. Anyway, and then when the ATATs just concentrate all their fire on yeah, on Luke, that was cool. And then and then all of a sudden it just clears, and he just brushes off yeah. the shoulder, and it's like you are just the awe that Luke is so He's such damn a badass powerful. in that moment. Yeah, it's just so good, and he just so finally uh, Kylo Ren's just like, you know, what? I'm gonna have to go down there. So he go down, he goes down there. They they inter- <coughs> have an inner interaction and then they fight but the thing is is luke just keeps dodging him right he doesn't ever land any blows what it
2: does have uh because it doesn't have a lightsaber fight what it does have is emotion yeah and luke says that to him he says like i failed you ben like luke you and that's something that he struggles with through the entire movie and it culminates in this moment is where he's like i i was too weak to be the master that you needed right because luke mm-hmm. luke mm-hmm. had had obi-wan and yoda um anakin had obi-wan and qui-gon qui-gon for very little but he had obi-wan it, like luke had all these great leaders and luke tried to be the master that mm-hmm. that he ha- he had he had and he he failed
3: and he just had kind of had to realize the weaknesses of his father too you know if you think about it you know yeah
2: and so and so he 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 has that moment where he says i failed you ben and then ben and then kylo freaks out and and is kylo He's, he's, yeah, he's not, he's not Ben. Well, and he's Kylo Ren. He's, he's the, he's impetuous and he's loud and he's brash and he's like out of control basically Mm -hmm. in that moment where he's, he's just like, you're gonna die and the last Jedi's gonna die and the resistance is gonna die. And like Kylo has this like that moment. And that there's so much emotion in that yeah. interaction and that exchange well, and
3: between the two. One ones. thing you wonder as well, and and two points I'm going to make is going back to the what we we're, were talking about acrobatics from the prequels and how in this one you have an old <coughs> Luke Skywalker being pretty acrobatic, but I mean he's a hologram, sure, but it is still pretty. But cool he does, to see. The- yeah, yeah.
0: Before you knew he was a hologram, he's like. That was some cool tactics, to, yeah. to, like the way he was—he was—he blo- uh-huh. was sliding. Yeah, it was pretty
3: and cool.
2: Just, yeah, it was cool. Yeah.
3: It was red. But then the second point I want to make is uh, just kind of a, a hypothetical question: How cool, or would it have been cool, if instead of him appearing in the base and having his moment with Leia? He mm-hmm. appeared in one of the ATATs or the ship that Kylo was in, and just shows up behind him. Well, I mean, t- 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 taps his shoulder on the other side, <laughs> or just you know, like. Well, just, I think
1: it's pretty apparent that he yeah. couldn't do anything in there anyway. Like the, right. the the rules, he couldn't interact, and that's my
2: except for he did. have such a di- he did give Han's dice back to. I her. have
1: such a love hate relationship with that movie because I feel like they were like changing rules that have been established for seven eight movies already and so like the reveal of luke like being there uh, like he's not there so i was like i mean there's oh,
0: precedent in the universe i was like that's
1: neat you know like oh cool he he's not in any real danger mm-hmm. so he's fine and then they go back to him and he dies anyway in front of like the binary sun so i was like yeah. why why didn't he just go if he was going to die it was he a suicide no mission out. no
3: matter what he had no way out how was he going to get there
1: I mean, he had to go have gone with Rey, but she left. How was he? I mean, you, you don't know that. There could have been something. Like he's Luke. There could have been. He got there somehow.
3: I mean, it hadn't been established. So... It would have been a cheap reveal if he had just gotten there. And, and I easily... don't.
2: I, I don't think it was the travel that killed him. I think he, basically He decided it was an Obi Wan versus Vader moment where he just decided it was his time. And mm-hmm. was like for everything, the force to be balanced. I have to
3: go. Anyway, we can we can move on. We've spent time which on this one.
0: Yeah, that's a good transition to mine. Obi Wan versus Vader in a new hope. In a new hope, because th- that, <laughs> the that that two, the two old men. That, yeah, they're the, old the men, the geriatric. Yeah, you, you can tell it's it's not it's not a spectacle.
3: It's not like definitely not. It's not Darth Maul versus uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon for sure. But it's also the very first time an audience is seeing a lightsaber battle. Th- that's so exactly
0: it. that's the big point. That is that it's the first time you see a lightsaber battle and. After watching the prequels, you know it's the first time those two meet after the mm-hmm. after right. after the you you my know, brother the high ground uh-huh. thing. Well, so, a, so th-
3: they can the like th-
0: there's a lot of emotions. I mean, the first time you watch it, the first time our parents watched it in the 70s, they obviously didn't know that, but it was the first time they saw a lightsaber battle. But
2: that you also knew that uh, that Darth Vader was a student of. Obi Wan, Obi Wan yeah. talked yeah, about yeah. how so, he so was that, right, right. They talk about mm-hmm. uh, my master. Like, so there has they,
0: to be some type of fallout. And so, th- so there's, there's something there. And, uh, and then Obi Wan's just kind of toying with him a little bit, and decides it's his time to go. And, 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 and it was kind <coughs> of cool. Was a great they they have the emotional beat, and they have like the. You, the, you waited
1: for Luke to see, the, to see yeah, it happen. Yeah, first. they have the audience mm-hmm.
0: with the um, stormtroopers, and then yeah, Luke and Han. I love it. Was it. A, that was
3: a great emotional a beat. Of I him. love A New
1: Hope, dude. I just love that movie. Yeah, so
3: it was good. so good. I really like the, the sequel the, the, to A New Hope. The Force <laughs> Awakens. The Force <laughs> Awakens. <laughs> the, the,
2: the, the reboot uh, of it?
3: The remake. The, <laughs> the remake. Yeah. The reboot. The HD remaster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bigger, but when he, uh, faster. when he, when he decides that it's his time and mm-hmm. I'm going to go and I'm going to become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And because that is the first moment that they introduce force ghosts mm-hmm. into the, into the equation, which is exactly what chief Palpatine was chasing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Immorti- <laughs> he was chasing immortality mm-hmm. and, uh, <coughs> Trying, to, trying to do what his master, uh, Plagueis, couldn't do, and it turns out it was the light side of the Force is the way to do it.
0: Qui Gon well, figured it out, and I think I probably, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but when he when he decided to just like he disappeared, right? His, so, so you didn't see a body, so so for the longest time, like he's gonna come back, right? right. He's got to come back, right? Where'd Maybe he go? He
1: was on a different planet. Who I'd love to see Qui Gon. He was Darth Skyping in. He was, he was darth skyping into the whole time <laughs> yeah exactly he's on another
0: planet. Um, but anyway yeah i, I, I just, and then i kind of like that he never he's he did never come back it's like yeah. it's like they set up this thing where it's like when is he gonna come back when is it gonna happen and then it
1: never does yeah well he does in the next movie on um uh, with the on the other side oh yeah as I a force ghost yeah dagobah, dagobah thank so, you. so it's kind of a a cheap way
2: to come um out. So before we get into the, our top three, our, our big list, I did want to give a giant honorable mention to Count Dooku, who was an Christopher Plummer, by the way, is very much like Ian McDermott. He choose the set or choose yeah. the scenery on every scene he's in. He has to win every scene he's in. And he does. He is. He was amazing.
1: Um, he's just a cool character. Ah, oh, he, he was a, a
2: great character. And he wrecked shop every chance he got. He beat, he, he cut off Anakin's of arm. He got off his Yeah. <laughs> he cut off Anakin's arm in in uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh that fight between the three-way fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin and Dooku mm-hmm. uh, at the end of Clo- uh, at the end of Clones where uh he he's about to kill Obi-Wan and Anakin jumps in and saves him. And then they fight and then Anakin cuts the power and it's the dark mm-hmm. and it, their fight. It was such a cool fight. And well, then-
3: and, and if you want to get into the other lore of star Wars as well, where it talks about the stuff that Dooku had done to like, even in the, I'm playing the new, uh, fallen oh, yeah. game and it's good. And, but even in then they're like, Oh yeah. Count Dooku was on this planet and he basically either destroyed everybody or, or he set every, some something in motion that caused the, he was super powerful but his
2: he, his master was Yoda he learned from yeah. Yoda yeah and then
3: who taught Qui Gon?
2: Who taught, and then he, and then he was the master for Qui Gon. It was such a great, Dooku's a great character. If you want to get into lore and mm-hmm. stuff and start doing some mm-hmm. research on Star Wars stuff, Dooku's one of the most interesting characters Star Wars has to offer. So, so there's, there's my shout out right there. But let's get moving into it. Uh, let's number three in, in Cold Coldbo's top lightsaber battles of all time. Number three. Is
3: Luke versus Vader in Empire? I'm so surprised that this is number three. I really. It's am, not higher. I, I'm surprised. Uh, come on, this is the "I am your father" moment. Yeah, I know. It, it really the whole see, the whole uh, I'm, thing I'm with hinges you. on this, I'm with right? You.
1: Because yeah. I, when I was putting it together, I was like, it's weird that it's not at the top. But when you're looking at the criteria of like the best. Like it's not, it's not like best moment. It's not best movie because Empire is the best movie to me, anyway. But and that's the best moment I mean, of all looking, eight movies. But if you ask the, the question, the best lightsaber duel, I, I don't think I can put it at my number one. I guess you're right if you're talking about like,
3: I don't know.
2: But <laughs> it hits Just, all the it hits yeah. all the beats that it needs to hit. It has the it has the 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 spectacle. It is it, it's on Bespin, which is a beautiful city, and it's this cool. It's in the the carbonite chamber and Luke falls in the carbonite thing and jumps out just before Darth Vader turns it back on. They're fighting through the hallways out onto the platform. So, and, and Darth Vader actually becomes a much better, much more interesting sword fighter <laughs> between yeah. a new hope and, uh, and empire strikes back. Um, but like he, he's, he's a much more like aggressive fighter.
3: Too. And, he, and that, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead that's go the point ahead. I wanted to make is that is that as an audience member you're watching okay so Luke got the best of Darth Vader in the first movie and you're sitting here as an audience member assuming you know you know nothing about the whole I am your father so. mm-hmm. uh, Luke is you're wondering if Luke's gonna get the best of Darth Vader again but it looks like Darth Vader is fully willing and able and going to kill Luke mm-hmm. and that's what's crazy about it is that the whole time Luke knows that that uh, that or sorry, Vader knows that Luke's his son, but he's mm-hmm. still basically trying to kill him, or at least breaking him down to a certain level to where he can say, "Now it's time for you to join me." Let's and let's that's
1: join yeah. our forces, and we yeah. can rule the universe so ourselves. So Star Wars is a it's a fantasy in space, as people uh-huh, put it back sure. in the day. So like in terms, I guess to put it in like terms, I understand, like he's a he's a fallen holy knight. He's like a dark. Paladin sure. Right. he's a fallen Paladin and Luke's training the same religion that his father did But he's going to use it for good power of good. So it's like a, a holy knight versus like an evil knight type of type mm-hmm. of deal um, But the best part about that whole thing is like Yoda told him like you're you're cocky and you're arrogant and you're too old and you're too young t- You're too old to be taught um, And you're leaving and you're not even done training and then he loses and i don't i mean we we're all used to it you know like we we grew up with empire and luke i am your father but it makes me wonder like then watching it you're like whoa the hero just lost and he yeah. lost, he got his yeah. hand chopped off yeah. the very first time he fought this guy he was in way over his head barely yeah. escaped and it's really cool like Like my biggest problems with like Rey's character is she hasn't she hasn't lost any limbs yet, you know, like the way Anakin and and Luke has. She really hasn't even lost. She hasn't lost at all, and like she didn't, she hasn't gone to Dagobah to train with Yoda, backpack or anything. The only
3: thing with Rey Uh, is so
1: she doesn't have like, like she she
3: it just feels like she she needs she hasn't earned it. She she needs she needs like character building moments. She needs to lose. Like the only thing that I would the only argument against that is I would say she did she got tossed around like a ragdoll by Snoke. Like he had complete control That's over her, true. and that was oh, and, pretty. And then in Last, in Jedi. Last Jedi, yeah, yeah. When, when she fa- had to face him in the throne room, and and mm-hmm. she was shown a bit. It's of, funny because you know, I had, but sorry, I'd, I had uh, I had the the forest
2: fight between between Kylo and <laughs> Finn and Rey as my number five. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the reason why it didn't get higher on the list is her Mary Sue moment at the end, where she just kind of. Closed her eyes and then suddenly became good enough to beat a guy who's been training his whole life with yeah, a lightsaber. Yeah, uh, because it was such a great emotional scene uh, until that end part. And he I just think like it sat there and waited for her to do it. I think it would have been better uh, if he would have beat her, and then right when he was about to do a killing blow or take back his grandfather's saber or whatever, then the 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 ground parted and they. Mm-hmm. But. That's neither here nor there. Let's mm-hmm. talk
1: about Luke and Vader. Right. So that's that's basically what is this the humbling moment? Like you said, he had humble pie. Scott is mm-hmm. it the hero lost? Yeah, but like so it must have been really surprising to the audience. Then they like and then he's like pathetically hanging off the the bottom of Cloud City, like hanging onto like an antenna, and you're like He's, Leia he's to gonna die. Save him. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it shows Leia as like being like force sensitive too. That she. Mm -hmm. yeah so I don't know but
2: Empire ends on such a down so dour it ends on such a down note like and it
1: was so cool
2: yeah yeah well you had to come back
1: for Jedi do you guys remember like the first time you saw it when you were a kid and the way it ended like I, I had like the three box VHS set yeah and I was like Oh my gosh! I have to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. And now, I, right I remember now, remember I turned to my dad. I was like, "How long did you have to wait until the next one came out?" And he's like, "Like four or five years." I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" Like we only we only had to wait one year
3: for Infinity War, and, and, <laughs> and, and then and the game. End Game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just about to say that. That's yeah. the only thing I can think of that that would compare to the sour the the low moment in Empire to be mm-hmm. redeemed by Return of the Jedi was Infinity War. Infinity War, and, mm-hmm. and but like end you said, game. that was one year. And like Vader, just like toying with him like throwing boxes at him and stuff
1: Mm -hmm. just he's screwing with him the whole time
2: ultimately the reason why i put the the vader and luke battle between uh, in jedi over this one is because luke didn't know vader was his dad luke thought he was getting luke thought he was getting revenge on the guy who killed his dad Uh um so there was definitely emotion there but it's a different emotion than knowing it's your dad that yeah. you're going to fight did you, yeah. did you guys but that, see that reveal line I at the end you? was
1: great yeah I sent you guys a line that I, I really like from Star Wars because he's like he's like you lied to me he told me that that Vader killed my dad and betrayed him and killed him and he's like well from a certain point of view he did and then in the prequels he says like from a certain he's like, from my point of view the jedi are evil uh-huh. i was like oh that's cool that they like called back to that line That is the, the worst
3: line you. in the whole no, not the yeah. whole
1: show the, the whole, whole all, no, all
3: of the movies in my point of view the jedi
2: are evil that is far from the worst far okay. from
3: maybe, from maybe the not the worst, worst line line. but oh my i yeah, all,
2: all all of the anakin and uh, padme scenes Okay, okay. So the, the delivery of the line prequels.
1: is bad but the line itself is a cool callback but it's a it's a callback and i'll give
3: you that
2: and that's something we'll talk about this later, but that's something that revenge does really well is callbacks and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's a much better movie than, than I ever gave it. Which also
3: or. I, before we move on, I, I also want to just say that the, the quote, I am your father has like, it bugs the crap out of me that it's misquoted when people Luke I am he doesn't say Luke he says, says no, no I'm your I'm father your yeah father. it's just I don't know it's just a little pet peeve of mind that I'm just like <laughs> say the damn quote so right. it's <laughs> like uh, what's that Mandela or people remember, uh-huh, remember uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah the Mandela effect um, so okay so it's got the it's got the spectacle it's got emotion in it where Luke thinks he's getting his vengeance um, and then it's got the, the different color lightsabers. It's got the red and the blue lightsaber. Uh, you find out at the end, you find out that Darth Vader is fighting against his own lightsaber, um his old lightsaber which he is so willing just to cut off luke's hand and lose his lightsaber again like it shows how far he's fallen like i don't even care that Mm -hmm. that lightsaber is means nothing to me Mm -hmm. anymore i I built that back when i was a jedi and i'm not a jedi anymore yeah that 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 person's dead that person is gone so the the symbolism there is really cool um I, and that the oh my gosh, talking about silhouettes, the silhouettes of them at the top of mm-hmm. the stairs. Uh, the red the, all the smoke and the, the steam around them mm-hmm. and it's all glowing red and they're at the top of the stairs and the green and the or the blue and the red lightsaber are fighting or facing off again. That is such a incredible image. That's like burned into your memory, burned into your brain. It's super cool. I wonder I if that.
1: we're ever going to figure out where Lupita Nyong'o found that lightsaber.
3: <laughs> I hope so.
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> the other this thing I want
3: to I want to point out about this one uh, is that you mentioned we mentioned that it ends on such a sour note, which it does. But at the same time, even though Luke himself failed in his in his battle against Vader, he did succeed in allowing his friends to escape.
2: And that was ultimately what it was because right. half of it was him getting vengeance against the man who killed his father. The other half was a last ditch effort to save his friends from right. from certain death right? because they were walking into a trap. Um, it's a trap. And so it was, that was cool, too. Yeah. So that's a great, great lightsaber battle. Uh, next up is um, I call it the Duel of the Fates because that's the name of the song that plays while it's playing. But it's mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan and... Anakin versus Darth Maul at the end of
0: Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace.
1: Or the only reason to watch that movie? <laughs> Seriously, that like, where do you even start?
0: Obi Wan and Qui Gon.
2: Obi Wan and Qui Gon, not Anakin. Yeah. Anakin. Oh. Anakin is up in. the... I,
1: I knew you were talking about. I, I heard you say it, <laughs>
2: Anakin. Qui-Gon. Anakin's up on in the turning off the Wi Fi for the robots.
3: Well, you, you have the reveal of the dual bladed lightsaber. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> Accidentally
2: destroying oh, right. the Wi Fi for the robots.
1: <laughs> Having his Mary Sue moment.
2: Having his Mary, exactly.
1: Um, that's funny. So, this was the first time. So, Darth Maul, if we all remember right, was one of the first kind of advertisings that they showed for that movie. And he looked amazing. Uh, he's barely in that movie. Um it the name of the movie was
2: that, was the Phantom Menace and yeah. and you saw Darth Maul and you're like, ooh,
1: that's like, the Phantom Menace. The first time he shows up on like a motorcycle and he attacks Qui-Gon, like what a presence. You're like, yeah. oh, who's that guy? He's crazy. Yeah. He's so cool. Uh the way he dresses. Shark teeth awesome. coming
2: out of his head. Like Darth and, and Miri are so, so cool.
1: So Ray Park is the guy that played Darth Maul and he's like he's a stuntman, but he's like a trained
2: Actor,
1: uh, Well, he's like a martial artist, but he's like sure. crazy stuntman, super athletic parkour, hardcore parkour type dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, this that fight. And and the first time you see it, too, it's like a two on one versus the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, this guy must be so good that it takes two of the main characters of our movie to beat him. Two powerful Jedi. Yeah. And so you're like, that doesn't seem fair. But then you're like, well, he's a bad guy. Does it matter? Like, does it matter that it's two on one? So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, the choreography and- of this fight, like the placing, the the reveal of like the, the opening door and he's standing there with his head down and he like he's just been waiting for them there the whole time. Uh, that this it fight's was, amazing it was so cool and it was perfect timing for me at
0: that point in my life when I watched it when I was, I was like 10 or 12 or something mm-hmm. It's like that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen mm-hmm. to that point
1: Star Wars does a really good job of making kids like the bad guys because like all my kids favorite of these new ones is Kylo Ren Mm-hmm. And like Darth Vader is our Darth favorite Vader. Yeah, yeah.
0: my man. son, four year old, he he loved Darth Vader for the longest time, and then he slowly figured out that Darth Vader was the bad guy the mm-hmm. whole time. And it's like, so, so now he's like conflicted. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> kind of funny to watch. Yeah. Um, the, another bonus thing that I didn't mention earlier is music,
2: and that's what this song. This, mm-hmm. this and I think something that pushes this uh, fight over the top. Is the music
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the John Williams? Like I, I'm kind of sick, but I can usually sing the song like Pitch Perfect. So. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the so just... good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that it's just it's such a like I can hear it in my head right now, and it's like get it me excited. It gets like, your blood pumping. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good.
1: It's like there's the a culmination of the whole movie. Was that Jurassic before. Park? I think so. Uh, the, the culmination of the whole movie you saw, like, kind of built up to this moment, and like waiting. Like, if you were a fan of the original movies, like, and you grew up in that age, and you waited for like a lightsaber fight the whole movie, and this is what you got.
3: Like, Again, it just ends off. on such a good note. Mm. Speaking of the music, <coughs> didn't we have an episode where we actually showcased this song? I can't remember what episode it was. But I can't remember. I anyway, it's uh, it yeah,
2: this song and this this lightsaber battle. Uh, the dual Qui-Gon, lightsabers. Qui Gon is is holds his own really well, and he's he's a very skilled um, uh, lightsaber duelist. He but but then like uh, Obi Wan is young, and he's brash, and he's more aggressive when it comes to his. Uh, he's much more aggressive in his style of fighting Mm. than Qui-Gon is. Qui-Gon... And it's interesting to watch uh, in the prequels watch Obi-Wan change his style Mm. uh, as he grows and becomes more mature. Um, But one of my favorite... One of the greatest moments in this fight is right after Qui-Gon dies and you're waiting for for Mm. Obi-Wan. And then as soon as it opens up and Obi-Wan comes out and runs out and it's this like god mode mm-hmm. where obi-wan is not going to be beat and he comes in and bang 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 and he does the whole thing where he blocks it behind oh, his back and then comes and forward he cuts and, a
1: lightsaber and in he half just, and
2: he cuts it in half and he's just like going nuts and it was like and it's it shows the amount of emotion that obi-wan has but the emotion burned him in mm. the end and that's what allowed uh darth maul to push him over the edge and
1: he lost his lightsaber, and he's hanging off the edge. And there's that and 300 pit that's th- in it, what, every movie. This, what, yeah, what's, what's those <laughs> bottomless pits. <laughs> and there's like not even like a like a railing around it. It's really dangerous.
0: It has <laughs> no, no apparent reason to be there.
3: Uh-huh. But uh, you can see also. the moment.
2: You can see the moment where Obi Wan learns the importance of controlling your emotion. Mm. He learns in that moment. He learned why you control your emotions because yeah. when you're super emotional you 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 make
1: mistakes and, like that and-, and right before that happened too like th- there was that random like this whole this whole scene is so weird now that you're talking over we're, we're picking picking out scenes from it. But like the laser door is that just open and shut randomly, like they yeah. like the vents or whatever yeah. were made out of lasers. Um but Darth Maul is like the predator and he's like these are their his prey and he's stalking them walking back and forth, waiting for the door to open again. Yeah. Looks Qui-Gon, like a lion. Klygon yeah. sits down, he starts meditating. Yeah,
0: those are his, those are great moments.
2: He puts his
1: hand in his lap. But Obi Wan is just like yeah. Obi Wan
2: is like biting, yeah. chomping at like the he wants in the
1: fight. He wants get, tagged in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's not Zen like the mm-hmm. other two super interesting you
1: know the the other thing just just like an invisible wall between them is just pacing back and forth such it's such cool
3: imagery Mm, the uh, other thing that uh that obi-wan lost was the high ground he did yeah but he he still won
2: but he still won (laughs) he pulled he pulled an anakin and jumped over him (laughs) uh his imo he he
1: might be the best duelist ever obi-wan
3: he Mm. he might be even
2: though he gets his butt handed to him by dooku mm -hmm. twice
3: and you saw a dude get cut in half that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and that, and that's kind of foreshadowing. It turns for out he the future. survives. Yeah, <laughs> he does survive. But he still lost. It's a, it's a cool death for sure. I, I remember when it happened. It was like the most. Oh, like mm-hmm. eye open, like when moment he
1: slits him and, you and see he, he down, falls down Then, then, then slowly the his
0: body separates from his legs and is like, Oh my goodness. I
1: remember Did that just happened. Like,
0: oh, and then I'm like, Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh. I want him to come back. So
2: the reason why this <laughs> fell on my list, this would be number one on my list, mm-hmm. but the, because it is by far. Not by, not even, not, not even close. Darth the Maul, most, inter the most entertaining visually, the, the spectacle of, the the the, spectacle the, spectacle Darth of it. Darth
1: Maul pushes it over the edge. And I think it has a lot to do with the actor that plays Ray him. Parker? Yeah. yeah, yeah the, the presence. Dots. He's a trained, Yep. like, like the other two are actors, right? Mm-hmm. He's a, a trained martial artist. And right. It, it made it, it pushed it over the edge. The choreography was titties. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> tits. But
2: the, he, uh, the reason why it fell on my list is the um, there's not a ton of emotion, the in, the stakes on the inner arc are so so low. Right? It's, it's good guy versus bad guy. It's okay. good guy versus bad guy. Yeah. There. The, Darth Maul doesn't mean anything to either one of them. It, not until the very end, when Darth Maul kills Qui Gon, <laughs> do, do you see Obi Wan come out with a ton of emotion.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just it, at the same time, though there is the, the the part that I like about it is there is that mystery aspect of it because Qui Gon and um, Darth Maul have already. Um, gone up against each other faced each other but it
2: was very short and it was so cool too but it was was also at the
3: same time it was also just like Okay, they didn't know who he was. They knew of a secret Sith, but they didn't they thought they knew of it, but the he, his his presence convert, confirmed it, confirmed. Right? And so unveiling and so you had Sith, this yeah. whole like Qui-Gon was kind of starting to get I don't want to say obsessed, but really intrigued by this other this other masked guy. So having having him show up, there was I mean obviously the in, inner arc like you said isn't isn't as high, but that mystery about what's going oh, on. Oh, the
2: outer arc has plenty yeah. of uh, and it's and yeah. is yeah. Naboo going to fall? Is it going to not fall in it all depends on this moment and. Misa, like, give up. Misa, give up.
1: God, Dude, right, but right after that fight, though, uh, Obi Wan sitting there with like Palpatine, and he's like, "Well, who was who was that guy?" I was like, I don't know. Was he the master or was he the the? I can't think of the word. Apprentice. 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 Yeah, and so he's like, "So, which was he?" And he's like staring out in the space with Palpatine, and you're like, "Ah, that bastard!" You know exactly who that was. Dude, Chief
2: Palpatine <laughs> is so cool. Also, his name is Sheev.
1: His first name is Sheev.
2: The most evil person the universe has ever known has the first name of Sheev. It's the best. (laughs)
1: S-H-E-E-V. Thank you, George. Thank you.
3: I I like going back to the the relationship between the prequels, the the lore that you talked about earlier, Jake, Mm -hmm. and uh, what Luke says uh, in The Last Jedi when he talks about how uh, at the height of their power they allowed... Emperor Palpatine to come to power and he did, he he himself was able to destroy the entire and this battle this this movie kind of really sets that up and and that's one thing that you can appreciate from Men, Phantom Menace is how Palpatine was able to do what he did
2: that's ultimately the best part about the attack of the clones the movie uh-huh. is Palpatine is by far the best part and it's his Machinations and his like worming into Anakin and Mm -hmm. him, the lore in that movie Mm -hmm. of of Palpatine uh, grasping power and and turning Anakin like slow. It's definitely a slow burn and it's a it's a long game thing, but him slowly making Anakin into into someone who could be his apprentice uh, in the future well, is amazing.
3: And the other thing is that if you want to consider even more how powerful or how uh, uh, influential Palpatine is, obviously he became the Emperor, but he took the, the Jedi at their most powerful, destroyed them to where there was two or maybe a handful left, right? Mm-hmm. And even now, we're still talking about decades later when Luke is an old man and the Jedi are still basically just on the fringe it's, of extinction.
1: There's, there's Luke. I mean, he did it like with their money right
3: in yeah. front of them. And he just, yeah, he, he just had one of the most, he just put Dooku yeah. on a planet and
1: just made a bunch of clones. Dude, yeah.
2: You watch, I listen to this podcast, this binge mode podcast and they go, the, the two of them go nuts about how inept and how awful the Jedi are in the prequel trilogy and how, Mace Windu and Yoda are just the worst at at running an organization that is at its height of its power. Yeah,
3: that they're so they're so uh, fixated on following the Jedi Order and the Jedi rules, and not letting Anakin become a master and all that stuff. That they won't even let they're Anakin blinded help. Like, They're blinded that the, that Anakin could have stopped
1: this whole thing from happening but that transitioned really well into the OT though like Yoda's like yeah we we
3: effed up that's yeah. why I'm hiding oh, over yeah. here yeah I'm yeah. ashamed we did yeah same we, with we, Ben Kenobi he was yeah. just an old man when you see him in, in a new hope and you don't you don't know anything about him other than it,
2: it's a tough few years for by the way for uh hmm. It's a tough nineteen years for Ben, old Ben. Yep. Yeah. For Obi-Wan.
3: Yep. To go to go
2: from uh, Ewan McGregor to, to Alec Guinness in nineteen years. 19 <laughs> years. A, he lived a hard nineteen years in that. Dude, time. All, that sand, all that sand,
3: it's corrosive. It gets those, into everything. Oh, those Tuscan Raiders and the, the little the little guys that
1: that the, the, there's womp rats everywhere too.
2: Womp rats and yeah, it's awful. Banthas. Gross. Okay, let's get into the last one. The number one and I, I, this one, I think, kind of ran away with the with the number one pick, was yeah, Troy, Anakin versus Obi Wan in Revenge what?
1: of the Sith. You are the only one that didn't put it at your number one. I I'm not a big of as of it. Explain you yourself. Are.
3: Explain myself. So. Yeah, this before we talk it up, let's have you crap. You guys, you guys want me to try to try to put myself more under the bus or bring myself out under the bus? No, I mean I, it was it it's was like, it's like we can't say you, we can't tell you you're wrong. It's, this is an opinion based list. It, it is. I just okay. So Hayden Christensen is not a good choice to play Anakin. He was not a good choice to play Anakin. Um, I felt he's like m- he's much better in
2: Revenge of the Sith mu- than b- he was
3: uh, in by a million. Don't get me wrong. Um,
1: they finally got like their clothes and their hair figured out.
3: You <laughs> and <Another laughs> McGregor, uh, you and McGregor was, and will always will be the best, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, in my opinion, even more than Alec Guinness. Um, the issue, the main issue I have with this is the dialogue be- before, in between and after, right. You have, and it's all just terrible delivery from Hayden Christensen. And I'm sorry that I, like, <sighs> okay I'm not sorry Hayden Hayden was terrible at Anakin okay even in the third he was terrible but it was all the terrible the terrible dialogue you were either you were either with me or you are my enemy only a Sith deals in absolutes you know like all that crap you know like it's just it's just the and, and even the, the the stuff with Anakin and Padme leading up before that when she flies in and they embrace each other You're and are breaking then she's like, my heart you yeah, said you killed younglings and it's like it's just so bad it's just so bad it's and, and I blame also uh uh um, uh, George Lucas for writing it that way is just terrible. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the scripts were really bad for yeah. all the prequels, and then it's the the dialogue in the script.
3: And and you know, coming because it's a prequel, you know that it's going to lead up to a final battle between these two, and you know that it's going to end up with Anakin getting severely hurt enough to the point where he has to wear a suit that sustains him, being becoming Darth Vader, and that you know, uh, you know, Obi Wan is going to be just fine right? So, you know, Obi-Wan's going to eventually win. That also hurts it in my opinion, right? That being said, you have, you have, they, they have this really, really weak, poor dialogue that, oh, if you're not, if you're not on my side, you're my enemy. So we must fight. It's like, well, okay, let's, let's, let's flesh this out a little bit, right? So then they pull out their lightsabers. They start fighting. They start doing these force pushes on each other. And yeah, choreographed wise, it's great, right? The other thing is it's on this freaking lava planet, and it's like cool? the, the lava planet. Okay. The one thing I will, I will continuously nitpick and hate on the, trilo- the prequel trilogy is the use of their special effects. Just is always terrible. This was better. Okay. We've, we've had this, this discussion. They apparently filmed on an actual live volcano or whatever, got all of this. Anyway, it was better. It still sucked right? They're still, they're fighting. He jumps on, they jump on this little platform that has a shield. So it protects it from the lava. And then Anakin does a cool triple backflip onto the head of a droid and they're able to like control these droids. So they can still, it's just, it's lazy. Honestly, it's lazy. Then the dialogue of, of, uh, you know, uh, in my opinion, the Jedi are evil. It's like, okay, that, (laughs) Poor delivery, poorly written. Okay, again, I will I will give Chris credit for this. If it had been delivered better, I I could have gone gone back to it. And then the whole high ground moment is like, okay.
2: Oh, it, don't talk shit on the high
1: ground moment.
3: Oh, I was about to say like. I mean, I, I'm not telling
1: you you're wrong, right? You're you're obviously very passionate. Well, hold on. But I feel like that this is like you're like reading memes in 20, no, 2010s no, no. and you're like, this is yeah, me. that movie sucked. No. I remember.
3: No, absolutely not. This is me sitting in 2004 or 2005 exactly. when it came out, yeah. sitting in the theater saying, this could have been the, a lot you also had the better. first
1: two movies that like uh, it, already, it had already soured
3: your taste buds. Like, so I put this, at, I think I put this at number three or number two. Yeah, and, so you, just, and it's you still very put it on good, the list. But I still put it on my list. <laughs> But at the same time, I don't think it belongs at number one. I, I still believe that Empire Luke versus Vader still belongs at number one. But this is a group thing and I, you know, whatever. But I will still, I will still defend why I don't think this one is number one. Now, inner, inner arc. Yes. You have o- Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Yes. Okay. You have an outer arc or whatever. No. What's at stake any, no, anymore? Nothing. Nothing's at stake. The Jedi are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padme is almost dead, right? You have uh, L- Anakin uh, doesn't even know the the fate of his children, right? You you, you have you do
2: have at what's at the moment one of two Jedi remaining in mm-hmm. the universe versus. <clears throat> Versus the 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 the, the apprentice, right. which is one of two Sith. So on the outer arc, I mean, you,
3: but you, ultimately,
2: whoever wins this one is going to half the other one's the other side's uh, ability to fight.
3: Ultimately, though, the Empire has already been established. We've already seen Palpatine take another apprentice, right? Mm-hmm. If Anakin dies, doesn't matter. If Anakin dies, he dies. The Empire is still already established. You just don't have Vader. See, he finds another guy. That's why.
1: Now, see that I was going to let you finish too, but I. But you won't. But everything. No, I did. You're done.
3: <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> but, done. But I, to, everything, I haven't gone to the high ground
1: moment. Everything <laughs> is at stake in this battle, which is why it's number one. Like this, you were talking about like outer arcs, like the external arc. Who cares? It's the external arc. This is the most internal arc in the entire Star Wars franchise. That's
3: true. Nothing even remotely comes close. So what we're saying is that in this fight right internal here, internal arc and choreography is the, is they're basically the main reasons why this is number one. No, well.
1: Okay, so it's t- it took three movies to build up to it, but also the the three movies before it. Too. Right, right. the The setting is really cool. Uh, you don't know that Anakin is going to get burned and left to die. You yet. know he's going to get injured. Not you know th- you, you don't know you don't know it's from this fight. Nobody okay. ever told you once that Obi Wan is the one that maimed him and left him for dead. But no one no one knows that. that, that but you
3: true. know what's leading up to it because you know that the the original trilogy starting from the Phantom or the prequel trilogy starting from the phantom menace when anakin is a kid is the story of anakin skywalker going from from a young boy to darth vader you know that at the end of the end of revenge you're going to see him in his suit and just by deducing what's going to happen you know what's going to happen between anakin you don't know no yeah sure Uh like anakin could have won but not killed obi-wan and then he just walked off and like fell off a bridge you know like who knows but
2: that would have been Highly disappointing.
1: <laughs> it happened
3: in Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, so, George
2: R. Martin, highly disappointing. That's what we've gotten. From. the
3: the only The only line that I absolutely love from this from this fight is, "You are my brother, Anakin. You were supposed to destroy them, not join them. Right? Yeah, and, then, the and then, and then, you were the chosen one. And then, Anakin, I hate you. And then, like starting on fire. There is some. There is that moment there where you really feel the loss, the person." loss the internal lark personal loss of both of them as they became went from being brothers to mortal enemies i get that but at the same time you have a cocky anakin and he's always been cocky i get it and you have the whole high ground thing but then at the same time obi-wan did the whole the exact same friggin' thing in phantom menace and he won against a, a lot better duelist in darth maul and but yet anakin does it and It's a a rule. You have also a callback. That's
2: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's
3: a, it's a, you you almost expected
1: Anakin to beat him, but he didn't. Also, that's what they were
2: playing into. Anakin, even not even calling back to Phantom Menace, it's calling back to two minutes before. Anakin did it already Mm -hmm. in that fight. Mm -hmm. Anakin jumped over when, when they were on their plat, when, when Obi-Wan was on the platform and Anakin was riding the droid, Anakin jumped over Obi-Wan to land behind him Right, and right. and beat him and then in and then in that moment Anakin is like I I I'm am more powerful I'm unstoppable no. I will be and he says don't try it anakin now I have the high ground and, and he's begging him. Like this is part of the emotion of it. He's begging him. Don't do it. The, I have the high ground. The, you the do it. The
1: stakes are Anakin's soul in yeah, this fight. The you, stakes have never been higher.
2: It's it's the, the stakes it's are future the fate of the, of, Jedi. The, of the galaxy. Yes. Basically because Anakin will become Obi-Wan's, Anakin will become obi Wan's side Vader. is
1: already lost. That's that's a given, but this is like, this, this is most this personal is, fight
2: is Darth Vader. The, the most evil or mm-hmm. the most intimidating villain villain in film history this is where he becomes Mm -hmm. that right so so he says don't try it i have the high ground and then anakin says you underestimate my power and he grew up anakin grew up listening to obi-wan stories of obi-wan doing this same thing jumping over and he's like i'm better than obi-wan he knows he's better than obi-wan and then he does it to obi-wan two minutes earlier. And so then Obi-Wan's telling him not to. And he's like going, I got this. I know I'm better than this. I know. And it's, it's, it's on, it's on character for Mm -hmm. Anakin to do this, to, to think that he can beat him this way. And then he does it. And then Obi-Wan has to go through the emotional torture of cutting off Anakin's remaining arm and his two legs. He he can't
1: kill him. He, He leaves him for dead.
2: He won't kill him. Yeah. He he refuses to kill him. So he cuts off his two legs and his remaining arm, mm-hmm. uh, biological arm, and then and then he has that that speech that you were saying, Troy. The the you were my brother. You were the chosen one. You were supposed one. to. You, were supposed to, sides, you not... were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. And I then will. He says, and then he says, "You were you were my brother. I love." And that's when he says, "I hate you." Mm-hmm. Which, uh, by the way, say what you will about Hayden Christensen, I, f- I felt it when, that he, one when was, he screamed that, one was a good he screamed that yes. as he's laying on. I felt that when he yeah. screams, that was a, I hate you.
3: He like spits everywhere. That was and a he, good delivery. I like that one. He, um, and
2: In his mind, and I, I'm i kind of upset they didn't explore this further in the movie, <clears> but in his mind, uh, Obi-Wan has, has turned... Uh, Padme against him
1: sure and so
2: like he's got all kinds of things running through his mind I wish they kind of would have uh Explored that further. I think so too. Like him Obi-Wan. walking out
1: of like her bedroom, basically. He yeah, <laughs> was like standing there in his towel, in his but bathroom. Like, <laughs> but, but
2: Padme doesn't know that yeah. he was there.
1: Yeah. he like. So she, she, yeah. I love oh, it when man. he crawls in the closet and he shuts the door with like the force. <laughs> he can't even, can't even bother to close it by himself.
3: <laughs> yeah, just, uh, uh, nope. will won't, won't extend my elbow. Uh, yeah.
2: And then when he starts on fire and he just, Picks up his lightsaber and has to walk away. But he's
3: like wiping
1: tears out of his eyes oh, while he's man. doing it. I, the I, emotion
2: of that
3: scene. I spent a few minutes uh, dogging on it. Now I, I will say a few things that I did like, and that is very much so the reason why it was in my top five. That's, was, that's was this partic- What you're that mentioned. speech at the yeah. end and then the other point and you know just the emotion the raw emotion Mm -hmm. it's also really well choreographed and the choreography is really good it's like 30 minute long fight it's a long and and I love the way the athletics in it is so impressive I love the way that the (laughs) landscape changes around them Mm -hmm. as like you know a piece breaks off into the lava and then they have to adjust it goes goes vertical and then they're still fighting each other while they're trying to hang on and then they have to jump and like how the the landscape changes is is something I I I very much like
0: uh, but that's a hallmark on all, most lightsaber fights anyways, is how they interact mm-hmm. with the, with the,
2: the landscape. The, yeah, the, you know, the music
1: cool. too in this, because it, it's... Um, it's would, no
2: Duel of the Fates, but it's still no, pretty good.
1: So it's Duel of the Fates, but it's like a warped version of it. Like like uh, George Lucas went to John Williams and said, I want a tragic version of Duel of the Fates. And this, because it's called Battle of the Heroes or something. Um, but it's, it's a f- duel for Anakin's fate, basically. So it's like a tragic version of, of his fate. That's why it's like a more sad version of that song. So yeah, it's not it's not as hype as that one, but it's like a little more tragic.
0: And, and uh, to, to Troy's point, it, it is a tragedy like in classic tragedy, you know someone's going to die, right? You know it's going to mm-hmm. it's the the worst thing's going to happen and you go into this as a prequel knowing the worst thing's going to happen. And so it's there there's the gloom going into it that Dude. and so it, I think that that even it being like the setting I think they chose that On, on purpose Just cause mm-hmm. It's gonna be a dark thing And they And, uh, they, and then Cause and then everyone knows And so th- where, they're playing into it
2: That's where Darth Vader Chooses to build his castle Mm-hmm. That he's Darth like, Vader's castle he's Is He's
1: like King Koopa He's Bowser he's, <laughs>
2: He builds his castle In the volcano planet Starts <laughs> like, stealing Stealing princesses uh, Where he lost his soul mm-hmm. Like It's so cool It is so cool Dude,
1: Um So George Lucas wrote a book Like after he filmed the prequels And everything Um, but he basically said like his inspiration for Vader the whole time was like Dracula. He's a tragic character who feels like those around him betrayed him and his, his wife ended up dead because of it. So he's going to sit in his, alone in his castle, plotting his revenge on everyone who betrayed him. But then he cast Hayden Christensen and wrote the script, so <laughs> so like the the ideas on paper were really really cool, yeah. Um, and the choreography and the delivery of it was also cool. But it's the script that that weakens it because like like I I really really like Revenge of the Sith. It's like one. Of, it's like probably in my top three. But it, the what's being held against it is the two farts that came before it, and then the way that he wrote the script and had the actor deliver it Hayden Christensen's a fine actor I mean he's now Daniel Day-Lewis you know but, but if you're in front of a green screen with an actress you have no chemistry with it's really hard to yeah. deliver these stinky lines so
2: well but, going back to the spectacle I think of this of this lightsaber duel uh, when they were in the control room and they have the they have the moment where they're like force Pushing each other,
1: and they like spin it around their backs and stuff. Before and
2: and it's just their two hands in front of each other, trying Mm -hmm. to each force push each other, and then and then they blow apart Mm -hmm. and they fly across the room. And then there's the moment which is, I think is super corny. But it was kind of cool when they both were like right next to each other, in front of each other, and then they started spinning their lightsabers. Yeah,
1: like I love that. They mark.
2: weren't even trying
1: to hit each other. But it, but it was almost like a mind game, like who's going to swing first? And there's who's like
2: gonna... blah, 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 blah. it was so.
1: It, it was almost like, like a quick draw, like who's going to swing first?
2: It was kind. It, I mean, it was definitely something that was interesting to look at, but it was as, silly. when it comes down to like. I mean, it was gimmicky doing doing a battle trying to kill each other. That was so dumb. Yeah. But
3: you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that in in a battle that heated. Because I you agree. Like it's a it's a not. quick
2: draw. Who's gonna swing first? They both have already swung multiple times mm. at this point. So <laughs> we're beyond quick draws yeah. at this point.
3: The other thing uh, you're talking about the the force when they had to do the force mm-hmm. th- at each other and using the force. How awkward would that be when you're like. Acting, I'm acting, and you're and on it's a green quiet screen. On set. Yeah, you're on a green screen. You have to pretend, and you're just like, dude. I think that a lot in
0: movies. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some behind the scenes of like Flash, like the TV show yeah. and stuff.
1: Or like, it's when, just so cheesy. When Thor funny. is gonna fly, he like swings his hammer and he like leaps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then that's it. And <laughs> they just take it from there. There's one. There's, there's... also
2: <laughs> great moments in that fight though, where, like, they're on a planet that's, de- that it's d- destructing. Mm-hmm. Around them mm-hmm. And so they're like Running out on It really pissed me off When the <laughs> robot Flies up And sees them And goes and Turns around And flies away I was like God you, This like that, that Emotional is such a, climax But it's the most George Lucas thing You could do yep. And like God bless the man for what he did for us, creating Star Wars. Uh-huh. But also, good lord, can you be more of a child, George? like get out of? You
1: we need some levity. Let's yeah, we need like, some levity in this. Let's moment. add like the Three Stooges, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> robot. But
2: like, there's the moment where they're fighting on that on that platform, and they have to, and the lava starts spraying at them, and they have to run <clears> and hide <throat> mm-hmm. behind pillars because lava is spraying at them and they're both hiding there and they can't fight each other but they're just waiting for their moment to get back at each other that,
0: that, that's kind of like the um, the uh, Darth Maul waiting behind a mm-hmm. door just yeah it's,
1: it's it, there's but those dead times a, in, in battles for where, a brief moment the lava was more dangerous than each other than so each, each other they yeah. had to cooperate for a second and
2: then they go further out on the platform then the lava <laughs> melts the rest of the platform and that's when it falls over and then it, it goes vertical and I really like too,
1: how Anakin, because we saw him fight well I guess the, the previous movie we saw the way that he fought Hayden Christensen but then when he fights Obi-Wan it's like wild like Kylo Ren like wild haymakers He's like, like swinging he, a baseball. but it's bat. like flashier like he holds it behind his head because
2: dude I loved that yeah. when they both were coming at each yeah. other with their lightsabers above their head mm-hmm. and then kind of like testing
1: yeah. each other's defenses mm-hmm. it was so was cool Anakin does that like jump where he's like his feet are off the ground his wild haymaker yeah. bringing it down like an yeah. axe chop Uh like he, like he basically Hayden Christensen changed his style for that fight because now he's
2: but it shows the difference guy. between the Jedi and the Sith the mm-hmm. Sith are all emotion based and the mm-hmm. Jedi are about controlling your emotion mm-hmm. and and Sith want to let it out and let <laughs> it control you and let it inform your every move um So this battle, it has, yeah, it has all, it has it all. It has the spectacle. Yeah. It's got, I mean, you're fighting over a lake of lava. That's what more could you have? It has the emotion, that inner arc in that, like Troy said, the inner arc could not be bigger. Like it was so, the stakes were so high. And then you had all the extras. So you had the different, uh, you had the speech at the end, which was really great. You had the coolest thing about it, I think, was the blue versus blue lightsaber, mm. like it, which, which reinforces the line at the end when he says, you're my, you're my brother. Like and
1: Obi-Wan picks it up and the lore of that,
2: where he, later. Where that's where he picks it up and Mm-hmm. Anakin never once said, "Give this to my son." Mm-hmm. Like there was none of the. He Scott, hangs on to
3: it for nine. Scott,
1: you years. picked this at number one too, so I don't think we. I, sorry, I, I feel mean, like I we mean, I kind of ran away with it. I mean, uh, there's not much more to say about it, right? So we're all you're all in agreement then. Yeah.
3: Okay. Just just making and, sure. And to be clear, it's not that I'm disagreeing completely. I, like I said, I think it was number two or three on my list. So I'm not saying it was a bad fight by any means. I just don't think it was number one. Um, I would put I would put both the in fact I think I did put both the Luke versus Vader in Empire and the Duel of the Fates.
0: Well, I guess I chose it as number 1 like because I was just thinking about my emotional response to moments and sure. this and the and like the, and the Luke Luke and, and Darth Vader uh, are the two big emotional mm-hmm. moments in the in the whole thing. And so and this one just felt so much more weighty in mm-hmm. that like there was so much more at stake in this one so cuz luke and
2: vader is yes it is father and son and it's this big moment but this is the culmination of three movies of people developing a relationship
0: with each other and becoming close and
2: becoming well, it also and also felt, and this felt one,
1: like sorry, sorry sorry
0: this one uh it seems it seemed to be so much more like I don't know graphic is the right word but I mean obviously it's it pretty Visible. brutal mm-hmm. like, like you saw you saw Darth Maul get chopped in half but he was dead and he fell away mm-hmm. but this one like you're watching Hayden Cringe and like crawl up out of lava like mm-hmm. on fire screaming I hate you trying it's like, to there's get away so from much the lava there and it's, and then, yeah. like that, that, that's when I think about it that visual right just that one shot
1: is what made me pick this one and something that about this one that I like a lot of, of Empire too is like it's, it's just them like it's just the two of them you yeah. know and they're they're pissed off at each other they're emotionally torn it's like 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 troy said earlier like it's like the the stakes are very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't matter. Like they were just so angry at each other. And I,
2: and I just, like they didn't well, need
1: an audience. Well, well, this and was if just between them two.
0: It, it, we've discussed like the outer arc is, is pretty dang important in this, but they don't care about the outer arc. Exactly. They care about each other. Like mm-hmm. all they're just like the world is, is gone to them
2: and they're mm-hmm. just fighting one another. Exactly. The, Obi-Wan, like I said, Obi-Wan's trying to control his emotions, but it doesn't mean he doesn't feel them. Mm-hmm. He watched the video, the, the video of, of, anakin killing the kids younglings.
1: They he, called he, wa- a, he called his lightsaber youngling slayer after that
2: <laughs> he, so he watched he watched anakin kill younglings and he's so he's he's pissed he's watching him going no like the emotion the raw emotion that he's feeling not to mention anakin
0: well, well and it's not that it's, it's like uh obi-wan's emotions is like like he's Pretty pissed at Anakin for doing that, but he's pissed at himself for he Not trained seen, this guy. Like, yeah. he's like, this is my apprentice. How, how can this happen? Mm. What have I done wrong?
1: That he's responsible. Yeah. He, he kind of left him in charge, me. too. He's like, hey, I'm going to go fight this big robot on another planet. You, you got things, right? Yeah, yeah, I got things. You got this, right? Exactly. And then he and comes, he comes back, back and it's <laughs> like,
2: oh, you've destroyed literally everything. <laughs> Perfect. I leave
3: you home for two months. It, it's kind of like the,
0: the whole, like, those who can't do, teach. Like, Obi-Wan's more. He's the opposite. He can't teach. So he's better at doing mm-hmm. than teaching.
2: Yeah it's interesting one's a great character he's a great character i love star wars i freaking love star Wars. i love Ewan so.
1: mcgregor too mm-hmm. um cool yeah, Ewan's great so
2: that's our that's our bit we it, it was a bit of a lot longer than a bit of a lot lot <laughs> longer than i was <laughs> expecting this to go but uh yeah thank you guys this is awesome
1: yeah was i a- thoroughly enjoyed this homework i love star wars Star Wars is like, to me, it's like a big part of my life. It's like, you know, that Netflix show, the movies that made us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This is Star Wars is one of them. Star Wars was my gateway drug to like the world of, of, I don't know, fantasy, the world of things that aren't real life, you Mm -hmm. know? And uh, so Star Wars has always been a big part of that for me. So plus
0: lightsabers are cool.
1: Plus lightsabers are cool.
2: Laser swords are always awesome.
0: What is it about those that they're just so sound? The the sound the Whoa. visual it's like like, the, the, like it has just captured anyone that watches Star Wars they come away with like I swear a if
2: there was a real sabers. lightsaber I would cut my something off mm. whatever it was hand foot leg arm practicing right <laughs> through the middle of me like
1: hand foot mouth five, disease
2: five minutes in it, it, less than five minutes I would uh, I would sever a body part easily anyway thank you guys. Uh, it's a It was a good episode. Um, I enjoyed it very much. Anybody who liked it, like this episode, please let us know. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Patreon, get on there. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you show liked it. Love. Show us some love. Show us some hate. Whatever you want to <laughs> do, let us know. Um, let us know what your favorite lightsaber battle is. We want to hear it. That's... Um, I've literally watched every lightsaber battle in all eight movies multiple times in the last couple of weeks. So super happy about that. Uh, so let me know. I want to hear it. I want to hear what you guys think. Um, and uh, is there anything else?
1: So this episode should be coming out. Maybe you're really, hopefully you guys are watching Mandalorian. There's no lightsabers there. Uh, but it should be coming out around star Wars time to get you excited for that. And just remember too, that we're going to be taking, uh um, breaks here soon uh, so this will be one of our I think our second to last maybe our last episode yeah, of the episode season of and season then we two. should be coming in hot season three um, Mid-January. maybe mid-January beginning of February bingo bango bongo mhm
2: let's see it okay All cool right. say uh, bye. All right, bye 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>